What is up, After Buzzers? It's our favorite time of the week. We're talking all about This Is Us, Season 2, Episode 2, and there are no shortage of tears. And we want to see what team you guys are on after this week's episode, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Song is so perfect for this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, Kate sang this ep- this song in this episode too. I feel like she was singing it right to her mama, but that's just me. <laughs> What's up, guys? My name is Candace Cruz. Thanks so much for joining us for this is a season two, episode two. Uh, and you can follow me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I'm joined with my incredible co hosts. Hey, guys, Keith Andre here. You can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. There's no place I'd rather be on Tuesday than with these girls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone, it's Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And I'm so excited for today's episode. Yeah. I felt so like there's a lot more happy moments yes. and less tears yeah. until yes. the very end, and then there was the tears. Of course. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. And talking about tears, somebody in our chat was saying that they finally broke them. Yeah, it's yes. Tissue Tuesday for real. They finally yes. got tears out. They of finally them. they haven't had tears yet. Dude, I mean, kudos right. to them if they haven't Where had them yet. Or the Kleenexes. Right. I need some Kleenex. Yeah, we Kleenex. gotta make that or happen. puffs. <laughs> or puffs. You or know. puffs. Brand names a tissue. all over. I there need you go. tissues in general. Sure. I don't care what kind of tissues. But um, before we dive into today's show, we do have a couple of housekeeping things that we do want to address before we go forward. Um, we wanted to remind you about all the exciting changes that are going on at the network. Um, you may have noticed that This Is Us now airs on a brand new YouTube channel. And that's because we're catering content to uh, match your wants. And our shows are going to be on content-specific channels. I'm sorry. I'm reading all this to make sure that you guys get all the information correct um and since you're a fan of the show and all the content on this channel go and subscribe to this specific channel the drama channel and it should be right up your alley so hit the subscribe button and we have nine not just one not just two we have nine (laughs) genre-based youtube channels now uh that you can find on the homepage of our um after buzz website and if you have any other questions or concerns or just comments in general you can hit us up on um all of our social media at after buzz and TV, and you can also email us at info at com. Now that I got all that out of the way, that was a tongue tire right there. Right. Got all that out. So if you guys have questions and didn't catch all of that, let us know later. And also, we did, um, as a panel, discuss this a little bit earlier mm-hmm. um, due to all of the horrific acts that did happen um, within the last few days in Vegas and, you know, opening up with a country song and such a heartfelt song. We do want to uh, express our condolences and our love and support to all of those that were affected by uh, the Vegas shooting and everything else that's going on. I'm not short of any tears after watching this episode and talking about all of this. So from This Is Us... Here at After Buzz TV, our hearts go out to them. We love you. And if you guys want to support and help out in anything um, with the Vegas shooting, I know that there are a lot of donations and um, blood organizations, drives. blood drives yeah. that are going around. So um, if you guys have any of those and any information on that, please comment that in the live chat for anyone else to see because we definitely mm-hmm. would appreciate it. So, And we love you all. Very much. So, All right. Well, this episode <laughs> wasn't as heavy. 
Thank God. Mm-hmm. I've done everything right. else for, for once. once. I needed some lightheartedness after everything that's been going on. Um, but let's just jump right into it. I would like to say there was somebody in the comment section, so I do my best to try to read the comments um, before we do the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I love what he said. He goes, he felt like it was a little bit too much drama at times. I feel like season two, episode one, even though I loved it, they mm-hmm. hit us so hard. So it was so refreshing to kind of have yeah. like a lot happier moments. I felt, I liked it. I liked yeah. that I wasn't, I mean, I, I need a good cry sometimes, especially with, you know, just everything that's going on in the world. And right. sometimes you have personal problems, you want a good cry, but it felt good. I I liked today's episode a lot. I liked that it was a good change. Yeah, I think, too, what I really appreciated about today's episode is that there was so much more story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't just like, boom, we're going to just make you cry tonight. I know. It was more like we got to see a lot, a lot of Rebecca's relationships with Kate. And also, you know, a little bit of her and Jack, but more so, like, Jack's story of how he got there. There were some flashbacks. Like, I thought there was a lot more relationship there for every Mm -hmm. character versus just, like telling of what all happened. I agree. Yeah. And and then to look at the episode, I think as a whole for all of the characters, mm-hmm. like you said, they did a really good job of kind of fleshing them out. We got to see a lot of them be funny. Um, we got to see different sides of their personalities as well. So I think the writers did a really good job of showcasing that. And the actors, I... Listen, I don't know. I'm ready to talk about Kate, and I'm ready to talk about Rebecca. But I really enjoyed like Mandy Moore's performance. I thought that she was so good tonight, and I'm I'm really rooting for her. Yeah, Lena, I thought that's what you were going to say about in the comments about how we seem to be more pro Jack and not so much pro Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to get to that. Okay. That was, that was my okay. next one. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I beat you. Go. Go. No. It's, go. Okay. <laughs> So, in, in, you know, response, obviously, you know, we're sitting here with you guys. There would be no after show if it wasn't for you guys watching at home. We like to break down the episodes and we talk about what they give us. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about predictions. Right. So I feel like I understand where it seems like we're being hard on Rebecca. But I feel like the way this show has unfolded, and I've also said the same thing about Miguel, is that they're building us up to not like Miguel. But I think it's mm-hmm. because they're going to show us a different side to them, how he kind of was there for them, like he's ultimately fighting against a ghost. And with Rebecca, listen, I'm not a mom, but I have an incredible mother and I have a sister who's a mother of two kids. And being mm-hmm. a mom is really hard. There is mm-hmm. no book. Oh, yeah. And I think I have two of the most incredible examples in my life, but they're nowhere near perfect. So it's not that we're hard on Rebecca, but I was so glad that they were finally like unfolding our character. And then Kate, oh my God, yeah. Kate. Uh, Let's just talk about uh, Kate for a second because I normally Kate feel for Kate. Kate. All of no, Kate. Big, okay. all Kate. No, little okay. Kate is not her fault. We're going to talk about big Kate the most. I think it is her fault. I'm sorry. I agree. You I'm get, over okay. both Kates. I'm over all three Kates, okay? <laughs> because little Kate, I understand you're having a hard time. Like, body issues are a huge deal. Yeah. Bullying in school is a huge deal. I get all of that. But to take animosity against your mother because she can sing and... I just like, I mean, and she threw that jab at her in the bar about saying it's just you existing. I was like, yeah. come on. She was, she was relentless. And we even got to see that with her as like a young girl. And mm-hmm. like you said, I get the insecurity and I, and I can only imagine how, you know, difficult it must have been for young Kate to be in the house with her mom who's so beautiful and who can sing and who all these things. But I really feel like Rebecca spent a lot of times like trying to like reaffirm her. And even when, you know, near the end when she was talking with Jack and like, oh, the queen let you back into her house. Like, she's just always been nasty to her and I don't like it. Well, sometimes it's because 
you hurt the people that are closest to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. because it's easier because mm-hmm. she is there all the time because you do have these things, which Rebecca's not putting out necessarily, but Kate is taking them in as if they're insults. Yeah. Like Rebecca saying, oh, if you hold the note a little bit longer, she's taking that to mean you suck. And that's not what it is. It's yeah. just your mom has sang before in her life, so she understands. Maybe don't be so hard on yourself thinking she's being hard on you. Right. Okay. Here's where I'm gonna be. Here's here's where I'm gonna compose myself and be Team Rebecca. Okay, I like I said I have very strong examples of mothers in my life, Mm -hmm. and I know how selfless mothers can be. And Rebecca, you know, I didn't agree with her keeping that secret from Randall for so long, or some of the secrets that she kept. But I understand why she did it. I still don't think it was okay, but I can see where she came from. Mm -hmm. But the sense that Katie, I mean, Kate is saying that her mother is trying to live through her and live the life that she could never live. I think that was such a weak low blow considering Mm -hmm. the fact that I do feel like Rebecca Mm kind of gave up her life to put her children first. She just wants her children to be the best versions of Mm themselves. And the fact that she sits there and she has so much hatred towards her mother is just unbelievable. And I noticed in the beginning they would set it up where like we were talking about how she looked at the her mom's tag and her mom was a size small and Mm -hmm. you know she was a Mm -hmm. size large or you know, her mom singing in the bathroom, like, how is your mom singing in the bathtub? It's not like she's doing it in front of her. It's not like she's trying to compete mm-hmm. with her. How does that anger you? I mean, I can only imagine, and actually, I do imagine, because I had weight problems when I was younger. I got bullied a lot for being overweight. It was a very, you know, traumatizing point in your life when you're getting bullied because it builds these insecurities in you that last with you for the rest of your lives. But mm-hmm. I always had two sisters that were so skinny that they would have to drink and eat protein things to like gain weight. Like my sister would eat papaya pills because it like makes your appetite get bigger. And I never, ever looked at my sisters and said, oh my God, but they're so pretty and they're so skinny and I hate them. Like, yeah. so I've been in her shoes. I don't understand and I don't think it's fair at all what she said to her mom. I feel like Rebecca has always, you know, she wasn't always honest, but she always wanted the best for her kids. And I feel like she gave up certain things in her life to live and have a better life with their kids. So I, I just, yeah. Kate just right over I my mean, head I think today. That yeah. That's something that, you know, it comes down to perspective. And I think that's something as an individual you have to learn. So I don't fault Kate for feeling the way that she does. I get it. You know, everybody yeah. has the right to, you know, whether you, whether we see that, or whether she realizes that that's not Rebecca's intent or not, it doesn't change the fact that it makes her feel some type of way, even though, like, she clearly handles it completely the the wrong way but I think it comes down to the type of person that you are but to your point I think what's really beautiful about Rebecca is knowing these things she kind of it's not that she diminishes herself but she's so aware of mm-hmm. Kate and what she needs that she's willing to like I'm just going to step back and always kind of coddle you or like she was rubbing her shoulder. Like, I'm not going to combat you. I'm going to let you have your moment because ultimately I want you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And I I think the perspective part is something that I really enjoy about this show. And Mm. I I love the truthful aspect because the fact that I'm like siding with the character means I think that they're doing something right because you're really like... I'm sure everybody has their own perspective of who they're siding with because they have their own perspective on their life experiences, where they've come from. Mm-hmm. I think they're being very honest about family life because, like, I will say, as much as I'm on Team Rebecca, there were some underhanded jabs that I heard as well when she was like, 
if you just did this, yeah. or it was so good, you're going to be able to control a crowd. So it wasn't ever just a compliment to be a compliment. It was mm-hmm. a compliment, but this is what you should do. And I understand that as a mother, she's probably trying to better herself. Yeah. But sometimes it just needs to be good job, and I'm proud of you, and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But then what if... Rebecca doesn't know any better because I'm trying to remember last season how Rebecca's mother was to her. Oh, yeah. So it could be a conditioning She's kind of thing where that's how her mother was. Or or that, too. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to ask. Do you think that she's overcompensating in her compliments Maybe. to Kate when I, she was I younger? So. I think it's a mom thing. Like, I was just honestly having this conversation with you guys. Remember about yeah. wearing dark colors where I did a, a movie junket and my mom's like, Great interview, but why were you wearing brown? You should have worn, uh-huh. like, a brighter color. And my mom's not trying to undermine me and say, like, you didn't do a great job. It's just I feel like moms, they just want you to always be your best, and I feel like that's what Rebecca's doing. And by no means am I saying that Kate doesn't have a right to have these insecurities. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like. I embrace my insecurities. We all have insecurities. People can sit here and say, I'm not insecure about anything. That's not correct. Yeah. Everyone... Yeah has built up insecurities, whether it's stuff that happened to them from childhood or experiences they've gone through. It's just that I feel like Kate at 37, that's why I'm saying there's a difference between Kate at a young age and Kate at 37. Mm -hmm. Kate at 37, I feel like, is old enough that she could have just had a conversation with her mom. Like, hey, mom, thank you for coming in and support me. I love you. But you have this tendency where when I'm having a moment where I'm proud of myself, you don't like to let me have that moment. You like to bring me back. Like, communication like Mm -hmm. what happened to that and I can understand where as a child it's hard to communicate it is because I remember being a kid and feeling like I couldn't talk to my parents about everything they didn't understand they don't know what I was going through they didn't go to school here but you're 37 like she could have found I do agree that Rebecca shouldn't have made that comment like oh but next time you know you'll get the crowd going like that wasn't necessary but Kate should have in a very nice way been like you know mom thank you for coming to support me but you know could you have like Maybe said that later. Like, I don't appreciate it. Like, Rebecca seems like the type of mom that would definitely absorb what her children are saying and try to correct herself. Yeah, and I think she showed that as well. I think it's a learning experience for sure. I think communication is definitely key. And, I mean, even going into, like, a little bit of Randall and Beth's situation and talking about communication Mm -hmm. with them. And, you know, we think that what we're saying or what we're feeling or what our body language is saying is getting our point across. But sometimes we forget that the other person may not be reading exactly what we're trying to right. get out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that they really, I love their marriage. Randall and mm-hmm. Beth are like goals. Yeah. Hashtag goals. Because <laughs> they, are. They, they do, they have their moments. Like the moment when she said, I love you, but I got to walk away right now. Right. I was like, okay, I see that because... You know, she doesn't they, want to say something that she's going to regret. regret. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when it's talking about Kate and Rebecca, I don't think Kate's ever had communication with her mother from what I've seen. Yeah. She's always had animosity towards her mother. She's always mad at her mother or given her attitude. So I don't think she's ever had communication. So this one moment in her life, she's like, I'm going to let you have it. Right. And finally say what I've been harboring for 37 years. Um, but yeah, I really, going back to Randall and Beth, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but I love that they're finally talking about and addressing the foster kid situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that Randall has, and he said this in the last episode, he has a need to be perfect all of the mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. that even something as simple, I mean, and, and for Randall, it's not that simple, a question of, do you think you could handle a child that has so many issues, that takes him for a loop because he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Yeah. He's saying that mm-hmm. like their kids are great, their kids are perfect because they came out that way. Kids need love. Mm-hmm. That's whether it's somebody, a child in the foster care system, whether it's a newborn up for adoption. That's one thing that can help to propel a child to go from good to great, mm-hmm. or yeah. to go from you know unloved to love. It's mm-hmm. it's just the um, the effort that you put into it, and yeah. I think that's what Randall's missing. Mm-hmm. It's the topic of nurture versus nature. Are you yeah. born a certain way? And I do believe it's about fifty fifty. I mean, depends on obviously your environment, but. I have to say, like, child adoption aside, because I feel like that's going to be, we're going to talk about more predictions. The fact that Beth always talks shit in a funny way. I get that she's trying to be funny about Kevin, how he's not funny. She doesn't like the Manny. She doesn't Mm -hmm. know why she's watching it. And then she finds out that pretty much her whole relationship was based off the fact that Kevin was, like, in Randall's ear, like, hey, bro, this is the line you're going to spin. This is what you're going to do. That was incredible because I feel like Beth and and Kevin have never really had a bonding moment. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of surprised that when she walked out of the bathroom, she just like threw it all out on him. And he's just sitting there like, yeah, um, I was the one that fed him all those lines. I was like, no. Because all she talks about is how he's cheesy, how he's not funny, Mm -hmm. how he's the manny. Go put a shirt on. I'm like, you just ate your own word. (laughs) (laughs) Because you fell for the manny. Yeah. But I think it's nice to see over the course of the whole episode, like that connectiveness with all of the characters. We saw yeah. where Rebecca admitted that she, you know, she likes Toby. Like they each had like a moment to really like connect with other characters I that like we Toby. don't always see them connect Love with. Toby. Yeah, Toby's Toby's team nice. Kate for life. Just yeah. Team Kate which for should, life. Which he should be. Right. Toby's also That's team Madonna. Unless he wants to sleep on the couch, he better be Team Kate for life. <laughs> but you know, we saw tonight that he's Team Miguel too. He so, made those pigs in a blanket for him. No, okay. He's Team Miguel because they're both the outsider. Just like Toby True, right. can't break through Kevin and Kate's relationship. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to be like a welcoming third party to um, Miguel. Because, I mean, Kevin was giving him shit until, what, Thanksgiving? No. Uh, even tonight, he gave him shit because Miguel yeah. was trying to take his stuff. He said, Miguel, stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I do like that, be like, um, mm-hmm. that to- Toby is unbiased. With pretty much everybody, especially with Miguel. He's the mirror yeah. to them. And to go back to Randall and Beth, what I liked about them is, and the show as a whole, it's not this cookie cutter, this cookie cutter image. Like we saw last week, where Randall was on board, on board with the adoption, and now this week, you know, he's hesitant. So to see them go through those wave of emotions and to kind of have all these experiences, I really like that. And I think they do a super good job of writing for Beth. Like she's like yeah. my favorite character. When she jumped on him and like wrapped <laughs> her legs around him, I was like. Like, you guys have been married. You guys got two kids. He lost his job. He brought his father that didn't have a house. Or I mean, I'm sorry, he had a house, They've but been like everything. He Dying moved of into cancer. the house, mm-hmm. dies from cancer. He quits his job, has a midlife crisis, and they still have that like passion. They have yeah. that passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her comment, by the way, was hilarious. Which one? When they're walking out of the house, she had some great one-liners. When tonight. they're answering, when they were talking about the application mm-hmm. for like having a kid, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just, I might even say it because. Oh, the, the, the oh, what, yeah, being yeah. Yeah. Partner, partner? Satisfied? Yeah. Satisfied? Yeah. Well, no, not even that. He was talking about the questionnaire. He's like, why does it matter if we're satisfied or not? But it's it's actually a relevant question because, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like the reason why they're asking that on the application is to make sure you're not going to, like, molest possibly one of the. Because why else would they ask, like, are you. They or, could because if if you don't have love in the house, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean like a sex thing. I think if there's not love in the house and you're not 
compatible with your partner and you're not satisfied, you're not going to create a home, yeah. like a great yeah. home environment. environment. Yeah. Like you have to be comfortable with your partner, whatever capacity that is. Because if not, like, why are you bringing it? another child into a different broken home. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to bring mm-hmm. them into a solid home. Anyways, I love them. But yes, yeah, they're too. awesome. They're I goals. just want a, a huge want that I have for this entire show. I want to see Beth and Randall, especially now that we're getting more clues about how they met yeah. and how they got together. Yeah. I just want to see that happen. Oh, the flashback? I want to see oh, them nice. at 19, yeah. like, meeting for the first, or, or Beth just standing over in a corner somewere and Randall looking at her and, like, can't take his eyes off her because oh, I just feel like that's how he would be. That'll yes. be super I just, cute. That's a huge want. Have you yeah. guys noticed, um, I mean, I'm going to leave my thoughts out on Miguel and um, Rebecca, okay. that all of them have great relationships. I yeah. know that we mm-hmm. always talk about Beth and Randall, but Toby's incredible. Yeah. yeah, He makes Kate laugh. He's understanding of their weird twinship, whatever, is that what it's called? Twinship. Yeah. <laughs> and then even today, we saw a lot of Sophie. Like, she's yeah. always Talk yes. about a flashback. Yeah. Kevin. That was awesome. But Kevin, I mean, we've never broke... I feel like we're going to break down Kevin's character a lot more yeah. as the season like progresses. But they just all have such great relationships. Yeah. And I wonder if that's because when they were growing up, they saw that, you know, Rebecca... And, so they um, need it. Nurture you know, versus nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that we're finally getting a little bit more Kevin. I agree with that. Because yes. to be honest... I know I'm going to get some flack about this. I was not a Kevin fan at all season (laughs) one. Actor, fantastic. Him, I, from the get-go, did not like his character at all. I thought he was very self-absorbed. He was, like, vapid. He just did not see through anything. Mm -hmm. And um, there just wasn't a lot of depth to him. I was, like, left wanting for more. I was like, Mm -hmm. I know that you're surfaced, but I feel like there's a breakthrough moment that's got to happen. And I feel like now that we're getting Sophie, we're just now scratching the surface. I don't think I got any depth from him at all season one. Like zero. And that's probably when it started, is when he knocked on Sophie's door. Yeah. And then when he did the play going to Randall's office, Mm -hmm. and we started to see that. And that's why I really like that scene with Kevin and Beth, Mm -hmm. because... We found out that Kevin was She's actually been a brother. Exactly. Yeah. She was actually, I mean, he was a brother to Randall in that yeah. situation. Right. On the phone, helping his brother tell Beth the pick up these pickup lines yeah. and everything like that. I was like, okay, so he does have moments mm-hmm. where he's a good brother. Right. Yeah. That's what I like that Sophie called him out on, too, when they were sitting in the trailer and he was having his, like, little mini meltdown about being the Manny. She was like, see, this is the part I don't like about you. This mm-hmm. is my least favorite part about mm-hmm. you. I think we're finally going to get to see a human regular yeah, Kevin I'm outside of his washboard apps. I just think it's interesting <laughs> that it seems like nobody, except for, like, the little girls and Miguel, like the Manny. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, know, really like you know what it is? Yeah. You know what it is? Because... It's what we said. He doesn't have a lot of depth to him. No. And for me, I feel like it's obviously done intentionally. It's why, like, his character is, like, some famous actor that eats chicken breast for two weeks to have a six-pack. And, like, he measured. Mm-hmm. He was, like, measuring his abs in the foot. I'm like, what is he doing in the mirror? What I like the most about this show, um, you know, I do feel like there's times that it's a little bit too much tears. Like, it's, like, mm, yeah. they're, they're hitting us hard. That. But I love the fact that they're showing us that insecurity comes in so many different shapes mm-hmm. and forms. Mm-hmm. Someone might think that Kate is the most insecure. I think that Kevin is, is. so much more insecure 100%. than Kate. Because Kate at least is Kate at least is 50% of the way. She understands what her insecurities are. I think even after this episode, she now knows that her mom is a trigger. Mm-hmm. Like her mom being beautiful and smart. I'm listening to many more 
gorgeous. Like, yeah. Yeah. her being anybody's mom, like, if she's my mom, I'd be, like, staring at her, like, Mom, you're cute. You know? So it's, like, <laughs> we're finally seeing Kate progress and, like, learning her insecurities. But I love the fact that they're showing us that it's not just about if you're overweight or if you're this. This guy is a good-looking guy. He's a famous actor. He's on a big TV show. He's a gorgeous girl that put up with him cheating. But he is, I think, more insecure than all of them. Yeah, and I think ultimately it shows that how do we gauge who's more insecure than the next person? You know what I mean? We have to see the experience to, to like, realize it. And I think that they will show more of that with Kevin because, he, like you said, he's super insecure. But I don't... uh, I think that he's aware of his insecurities just as well. I just think that he's really good about guarding himself. Like, he has this wall up, and the more that we see Sophie and the more we see these other interactions, we'll see that, like break down. I think Candace said it best. I think that's why Sophie's back is to break down his shit. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like she's going to be like, stop. Like, yeah, because right now there's nothing to him. There is no substance. And maybe that's the purpose of it. And like you were saying with him being an actor and it being very surface, not to say that all actors are that way. No, I think that's very much a stereotype. Yeah, a stereotype of that. But I think that um, especially, and we'll talk a little bit more about this in news and like predictions, but bringing in the Sylvester Stallone character, which we know is coming up next week, mm-hmm. bringing him in and what we've heard about like where he's playing a big role, I think that we're finally going to get to see even more of Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Well, we definitely have to talk about Jack. So, yeah. One thing that I really like applauded them on to or loved was his relationship with Kate. I think that oh, yeah. it was, it's so like mm-hmm. it's so pure and genuine, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think it's interesting that her relationship with her mom is like the complete opposite. Dude, when she touched her dad's face, I love I that they do that. Died now. Okay, that was a that was a question that I had mm-hmm. while watching the episode. We saw, and I I keep going back to last season, but we saw Jack doing that to Randall to calm him down, yeah. and Randall ended up doing mm-hmm. that to William. I'm wondering, did. Kate Jack, off. right? Did Kate do yeah. it first, yeah. and that's what caused Jack to do it, Maybe. or was did Jack do it of his own, and he did it to Kate one time, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> did that, are you gonna start doing it out to other people? Right. That would be cool. I, I just walk so away. Okay, forget the the hand touching moment. He was in the military. Did did I miss that? No, he. We. I did ever no, see it. So. No, but I think we did. I was on. Um, I was like live tweeting, and someone said on the last. Uh, on the finale we got to see that he was in the military he was in Vietnam and then he came home to uh um, did I miss that is that when he was fixing the cars that, yeah. that's true he yeah, was yeah, yeah. fixing a car exactly and talking about the said. different things he did yes. okay okay I do remember that but mm-hmm. that makes a lot more sense also because it's not only just his dad like it is hereditary I know that but I think he's There's suffering from PTSD, probably. Well, yeah. if you noticed the music, which I really like how they involved music this time around in mm-hmm. this episode. I mean, I'm sure they've done it in every other episode, but I haven't noticed it as prevalently. Was anytime he would be doing something where it was just focusing on Jack and what he was like dealing with with the alcohol or like being yelled at by his boss, there was a very specific, it wasn't even music, it was like a, 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 a ringing or like a dead space like banging did oh, anyone else notice that? that? No. no. It was every single time he had the alcohol bottle out and when he was getting yelled at by his boss when he was boxing. He would have like a weird... Mm. There like, was a noise. It almost like over... Like they overcoated the actual noise. It sounded muffled. And then it was like a banging. 
the whole time. And how hard he was punching the boxing bag. They were almost making it a point to show how hard he was punching the bag. Mm -hmm. Remember, they kept like flashing to the guy like at the boxing gym and other people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so interesting. I actually like nowhere near like a good boxer, (laughs) but it is such a good stress reliever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can, I'm telling you, like each time you take that hit, it like releases something. You're not that I have like serious problems. I mean, we all have problems. I got any problems. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) But what I'm saying is like, I do think that it definitely is something that he has some kind of deep rooted aggression. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe Mm -hmm. he, I've always said that I feel like he never has thought he was a good enough husband or a good enough father. Just because if you notice just the way he loves Rebecca and the way he talks about her to the guy at the jewelry store or like mm-hmm. the kind of father he wants well, to be. she was drunk at that moment in she time. She was. Yeah. Yep. He was drunk. I mean, that too. the way he talks about his wife, like if that's not goals, listen, he's not perfect. I know everyone in the chat always says that we're always, you know, team him and not team Rebecca, but he is such like a loving Some, husband. Someone called it out actually. Aaliyah, or yeah, I hope I'm saying your name right. I'm so sorry, love. Uh, I thought it was helicopter propellers. That mm-hmm. could have been it. There yeah. was a sound. Maybe I'm just very attuned to sound, but it yeah. sounded either it was helicopter propellers or it, to me, it reflected the pounding in his head. But I, because I anytime think... he was stressed was mm-hmm. when that noise was happening, and then he would grab for the alcohol bottle. But that also sounds like, like that guns. Could be PTSD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be, yeah. I but really I think, think that, it's PTSD. Yeah, and I think that those points are important to note when we look at. Uh, you know, another beautiful thing about the show is the world that we live Tell in. Us. When you start we to love think, show. <laughs> yeah. when we start to think about, you know, addiction or like mental illness or all these things and how severe they are, I think that's good to see with his character as well. Because mm. you started, and I thought like, oh, well, Kate's going to be his outlet that you know helps him to cope and mm-hmm. fight like the addiction. But then we see, no, that's not enough. My family's not enough. Let me try boxing. Let me pick up all these things to find something that's really going to help me like overcome this. Well, like it's a serious situation and and to be honest though like to give i feel like it's really a lot harder than just fighting for your family at that Mm -hmm. point exactly it is and it is something that is like anyone that's had family members that have dealt with addiction or have dealt with addiction themselves it is something that you cannot like change your mindset about you can't just like quit cold turkey right i think that's one of the things that um, I automatically remembered the last fight that we had um, in season one when Jack and Rebecca were fighting and she was like, I call it BS. You quit seven years ago after you drank for one year. And I think he tried so hard to always hide everything from her to protect her. Mm-hmm. And ultimately that was his demise and broke down okay. everything. Mm-hmm. I love that you just said that. I was actually thinking when I was watching this episode, right? The difference between parenting for Rebecca mm-hmm. um, and you know, obviously for Jack. And, you know, not to keep going back to the chat, but we like to see what everyone says at home. Yeah. I like to hear other people's thoughts. They said that they didn't agree with some of the stuff that we said. For example, I talked about how I didn't like the fact that Rebecca wasn't honest with Randall. I understood why she kept things from him when he was younger, but obviously when you get older. And I noticed that even when Jack was keeping the secret, when he opened that door and she's like, no, we're going home, we're going to deal with this together. He's like, I've been drinking and it's been a while. And when he came back home, he woke up, she came in her cute little silky gown, and she lifts her head up, and he's like, I'm going to tell the kids. Mm -hmm. And if it was Rebecca, I feel like Rebecca wouldn't have told the kids because she wants to protect them. And I love how they have that balance of, like, the opposite parenting. Like, I really feel like if it was up to Rebecca, she would not have wanted Jack to tell the kids. Because, I mean, that's a pretty heavy burden. I'm not going to lie. Like, telling your kids you're an alcoholic, I don't even know if that's something they could 
understand, yeah, let to alone, comprehend. let alone, yeah, comp- like comprehend at all. But it's just the difference in them is that Jack has just always been the upfront, honest, what you see is what you get. And even I feel like the couple of months or a couple of weeks, whatever that he was drinking, he like kept it from her. He was just like, boom. Like, yeah. And, and I've been keeping that, this from you. That makes good parenting. When yeah. you think about, you know, the parents that you have or those relationships, you always tend to get something from one and, and something from the other. Mm-hmm. And we also got to see that with Beth and Randall with the whole, when are we going to tell them we're, you know, doing this adoption? And then at the end of the episode, after, you know, she comes out and jump on Randall, he's like, okay, kids, we got something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm sold. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's important or I think that good parenting does show when you get you know two different aspects like there's not one right way to everything yeah so i I like that from rebecca what broke my heart though was kate and jack talking and he said i never wanted to disappoint you Mm -hmm. and that just broke my heart because i don't know what it is about dads and if they cry Mm -hmm. or if they say i don't want you to be disappointed in me i just break i just i I feel like jack kind of cries a lot though (laughs) I'm yes, starting to but think like, that too. I don't think his kids see that as much, though. He mm. cries a lot to, like, Rebecca, but I don't think he cries a lot in front of his kids. And that's one thing I really love about this show, and it kind of makes me, in real life, Because wish... Jack cries? No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just seeing, like, where Jack came from and things that are still affecting him in mm. his adulthood and his parenting, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see, like, my own parents when they were... 16, mm-hmm. 25, you know. And then look at his kids. Kate's snapping at her mom at 37 right. years yeah, old. She can't sure. even, she can't even have a normal, like, there's times my mom, I'll tell her, like, hey, mom, like, I called you to talk about X, and then you took it to Y, like, can we, like, just keep the conversation positive? Like, can we, it's like, as an adult, you should know at least better to, like, communicate. It's but like, those but are you all... don't under, but you don't yeah. necessarily know why your mom responds that way because it could have been something that happened yeah. in her adolescence that has influenced the way that she reacts to things and responds to things. So I just I, that's one thing that I really love about this show. And it's how well we do we actually that. know our parents? Yeah, right. It calls into question because there's so many stories that they have and anecdotal stories of mm-hmm. Rebecca and Jack and then even going into Randall and how they parent their kids. It's like how well do we really know our our parents, and how well will our kids actually know us? Yeah, if it, you really think about it. So, and much how life. well does your partner know you? Like, how well does anybody know anybody else? Because even when it comes down to communication, I can say one thing to you and mean it in the most lighthearted way, but you take it mm-hmm. completely, completely differently because of the way that you've been brought up, what you've seen, what you've experienced, and your perspective on how I'm mm-hmm. saying it. So it's just like I've always been like a huge advocate. Talk, talk about getting like I'm gonna get super deep for a second. Is how big of like a mental health problem we have in this world? Yes. Oh yeah, and it's because oh there's such a big taboo on talking about your emotions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like people can't say they're depressed or they're upset about something without feeling like they're gonna get judged. And what I've always said, because this is you know this includes myself and the fact you know I'm sitting here. There could be how many people watching this show right now. Mm-hmm. I can openly talk about things that happened to me in my childhood and it's because I can openly talk about it I don't give it power anymore and I've always said that you know I mean not even to even talk about what we talked about when this show opened except this after show started is like all these crazy killings and murders that are happening and school shootings it's that these people have mental health problems I'm not excusing Mm -hmm. it but this show 
basically demonstrates to us that what happens to you as a kid affects mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, you know how we have like a yearly check as women, not to be TMI, but there's like a yearly doctor check and you're supposed to have like a yearly woman, the one they check, whatever. There needs to be a yearly mental health check where yeah. you're just required every six months, like twice a year, it should be covered by insurance. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get put yeah. Where you talk to a third party because, you know, sometimes, like you said, yeah. maybe she can't talk to her mom because mm-hmm. her mom responded a certain way. Like, where you talk to a therapist. Like, sometimes I hear people go, oh, my God, I, she talks to a therapist. Like, I would it's love taboo. to talk to a therapist. But I, I would like, love to not, talk to somebody. It's, like, it's, do you want to talk? Do you want to talk? Yeah. I feel like it's but becoming it's becoming more Thank God. Yeah. mainstream yeah. and less taboo yeah. because of things that are happening mm-hmm. more frequently. Like you just need to have somebody that you can have that out with. And sometimes you you think maybe Kate has that with Toby, but even with Toby, there's only so far she goes. She tells yeah, everything exactly. to Kevin, and then Toby yeah. feels like... And I think that that's yeah. something that, you know, as a person, you have to learn to open and, you know, break those barriers down mm-hmm. and then realize, you know, what you can do to better yourself. I think with the show, we see that there's this thread. Like, there's this commonality of the human experience that we all have. We see it in all the characters, and we all connect with it each and every week. Yeah. And I think that that helps, you know, in the world that we live in so that we can unpack these things. And, you know, sometimes you do I do think that it's important to seek help elsewhere or to speak with a therapist? Because there's or, no judgment. Yeah, You're just talking and, to and a third party that doesn't able, know anybody. You need to be able to do that. And I think on this episode, as much as I really did not like Kate at all mm-hmm. on this one, I think we did get to see that she um, had to take on a grown up role as well with her interaction with her father even with him coming to her first and and breaking down and crying I feel like that's a weight that's added to her and I think that she you know in many ways had to grow up early on as well and I'm wondering why because I'm I'm guessing that all the kids were in the house at the same time why did Jack go to Kate first is it because they had that connection connection? yeah I think there's a connection um but, I mean, there's so much more that we could talk about in this episode, but we are running short on time, so I wanted to get in a little bit further into, like, the new stuff that we have, because yes. um, this show, thankfully, has so much going on, and uh, so many different news um, articles that are out right now. Um, you found a couple of things yeah, going into so this week's episode. Going into news yeah. and gossip. Um, we love gossip. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the bonbons? What? I need some. <laughs> a little bit more news than gossip. What this are time. bonbons? I just got that from like the Al Bundy show, but what are bonbons? I think they're like That's those like... little like white powder. Don't... I, I don't no know. <laughs> what are bonbons? Don't <laughs> know. Let I've us know. I always say it after like the Peggy Bundy stuff, but I never knew what bonbons are. I swear to God. I thought it was like a candy. I don't know. I thought it was those candies you just on school, like the little. Gu- Anyways, okay. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, talking about last week, a couple of items, um, overnight numbers that were released on Wednesday Mm -hmm. said that there was a new series high for the season premiere. Good job, guys. 12.6 million viewers, which was pretty great. Now, it said airing at 9 p.m. Pretty great. That's amazing for TV right now. But I'm saying it said airing at 9 p.m. I don't know if that meant 9 p.m. both East and West Coast. Or 9 p.m. East Coast. I, I don't know. But I, I think it's both. 
That's because a very high number. That's like yeah. live, 9 p.m. Yeah. meeting, like watching it live rather but it'll than be streaming. So how many after. Kleenex boxes, if we say 50% cried... And so there was six million Kleenexes, or we should get, they should get money. You guys, give us a poll. How many people, how many Kleenexes did they I use, use? I use my sleeves. I swear, opening oh, episode, ew. I cried like four times. I always use my sleeves. <laughs> but you know what? what? I want to see. I know, Jesus. I want to see the numbers from, you know, this week, because there. I think that there's more competition uh, this week in that nine o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting mm-hmm. to see. We're gonna take them down. <laughs> I'm not saying they're gonna take them down, but I know. No, like, we're gonna take that competition. Oh, other oh, competition okay. shows out. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah, so I think it'll be interesting to see um, you know, how the nine nine o'clock slide is working for them. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check on that. Twelve point six million, wow. That's crazy. But speaking of the poll from last week, our question was, Do you think we'll find out exactly how Jack died this season? And seventy three percent of voters said yes. I don't so know. So that's about pretty that. interesting. I don't think they will. I'm with the voters. I don't think so. <laughs> you with the voters? So. Yeah. I think that we're going to find out what, like, I don't know if we're going to find out. Because it's episode what two, and I feel like we're barely, like, breaking into, like, storyline. Yeah, and we already got renewed for season three, so why would they, like, reveal the biggest, like, str- thread of, like, what There's the mystery is? There's going to be more to talk about, though. I don't want to talk about Jack dying for the next three seasons. <laughs> ah, true. <laughs> this is true. Yep. Yeah, okay. But so tell us more. I was going to say, not bad news, but good news. We want to congratulate Mandy Moore on her engagement. Yay! Oh, my God. Oh, they're so cute. They've been together, I love them so they've much. They've been together about two years now. Yeah. That's it? I yeah. Know. A little bit of years, they said. I mean, it's Mandy Moore. And this is her second marriage. Mm-hmm. So this is like, oh, wow. yeah. Yep. She got married fairly young. I think she was like 23, 24 when she first got married. Really? Like that. Well, she's only on. in her early 30s. Well, yeah, I know she's young. I mean, don't be fooled by the wig. A lot of people in the don't chat are not, <laughs> are not rooting for that wig. They hate it. Which wig? Oh, the, the, the Rebecca wig. Can I, mama, can I tell you guys wig? something? When I did the NBC press tour interview and she was standing in front of me, if I showed you guys this photo, my smiles from here to here, she has this aura about her. Oh, I can. Yes. And it's not, because I know it's like hard. Sometimes you can't separate the actress or the actor from the their role. The role. But it has nothing to do with that. She just has this energy. Yeah. And I'm not fangirling her right now at all. Are you? A little no, bit. Are you sure? <laughs> but she's just so happy and so positive like I'm very big on energies and I could sense her energy and yeah. it's like mm-hmm. if I was a guy I mean I put a ring on it too after like two years but yeah I'm not a guy and I didn't put a ring on it well so. there you go <laughs> um last week Parker Bates aka younger Kevin yeah youngest Kevin yeah I should say he was featured on After Buzz's TV's mini spotlight with Amy Cassandra nice. so, so run over so to cute. the after Buzz TV YouTube channel and find that it's a few minutes long, but it was it was a cute. They're interview. they're That's all so adorable. Cool. They do a great job. Like I they really, do. I'm impressed with the younger kids. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, because it could it could flop if right. you have the wrong kids. Yeah. They find kids that look like the older ones, and for them to be talented and really help carry the show in a mm-hmm. lot of different like key points. Good job, kids. Necessary. I love it. I and love then it. we do have a couple of clips. If we're able to pull those up. Let's see. Let's um, see. No, the clips. Okay. I would love if Kate and Toby were like a real couple in real life. Really? <laughs> no? I don't, I don't know. know. That would be cute. Because I don't, I mean, you told us last week that that's really how Chris kind of is. Chris Sullivan who plays Toby. Exactly. Like in like the f- couple minutes I talked to him, like and just seeing the way he interacts with Kevin. 
He's yeah. hilarious. I see Chrissy Metz in her whole, like, I'm a she-woman, I'm a girl mm-hmm. boss right now moment. So I yeah. don't think I see her pairing up with anybody. I think mm-hmm. she's, like, mm-hmm. really owning her space and, like... Can I tell you, though? I think she is dating someone. Is she? I think she She, Without getting too deep into that. I have so much respect for her. She was on the award show, and she wore that kind of, like, pleather dress. Yes. And she got fat shamed so much to the point that I was, like, disgusted with what, like... What people were saying. What these bullies, these adult bullies say to another human being who's obviously trying to, like, open people's eyes up about how these childhood issues affect you. And the way she responded, like... This woman, the way she carries herself and the way she responds, like, I just have so much respect for her. She's gorgeous. And her story, I feel her. Like, I love that she's sharing this story and, like, what it's really like. And the struggle is real. Because I I think we we put so many people up on a pedestal when they finally make it. We're like, oh, Mm -hmm. they didn't. Mm -hmm. The struggle is real. Like, to, to pursue your dream in whatever capacity, whether it's acting, whether it's, like, whatever it may be, to really fight for something really hard. Like, she fought, and then she succeeded. And I really love that. Yeah. I think, do we have the video up? Meet Zoe and Bo. (laughs) We're hearing a little YouTube ad there for a second. Sorry about that. So this first clip, once it comes in, it's really quick. It's like 10 seconds. But it was the Jimmy Fallon sketch. Oh, I love it. Dude, Jimmy Fallon is the best. (laughs) It was I just so thought good. we should was, get Jimmy Fallon so on cute. here. Yeah, can we get him on it? Hey, Jimmy. Oh, here we go. So that's what's oh my god, I died this whole time. I watched this. But it's my fault, Randall. <laughs> Kate, you have to stop blaming yourself. I can't. I'm the reason that Dad died, and we all know it. And it's not something you can forget or get over. Oh, Dad oh. wouldn't want. I'm sorry. Someone crying? Cut. <laughs> Guys, what's that noise? Uh, I'm actually gonna pick anything up. I think we're all good. Dude, his hair. <laughs> so good. Okay. Why does he look like Ned good? Stark yeah. from Game of Thrones, from the isn't top, he? Guys, yep. this is us. Scene eight, take two, action. I really think you need to talk about this. You can't keep it all locked inside anymore. But it's my fault, Randall. <laughs> Kate, you've got to stop blaming yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's happening again. Cut. Guys, what is that? <laughs> I don't, I'm not taking anything up at all, so I think we're totally good. I think we're good and we're all good and you're cool. All right. hey, so man, that was just, I, know that this is I don't want to yeah. get, I, you guys should really go watch everyone. the full yeah. video because it's hilarious the way that it ends. I, we watched it. We were dying. Let's just say it escalates. Yes. Oh a lot. my God. A lot, a lot. So then in the last clip, um, we have one more. Una mas. And it's the link at the top. Actually, it should be all cued to the exact. Okay. Dude, oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon, I swear to God, he's like, so who is funny. funnier than him? And I, yeah, he's just so good. He's always he's been so that good. funny, too. That's when he I calls like her a diva, when he calls Kate, he goes, you're, 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 you're diva. You're ruining it. They gotta watch <laughs> it. You just, that's what I didn't want to get to. <laughs> There are other parts though. No, I feel like the last last part was funny, but just the yeah. Has anyone watched? I haven't had a chance to watch. Oh, is this? Never mind. I'm I'm eating my own words. Go ahead. Piece of a puzzle about Jack's death that's going to be unraveled, and I think with any puzzle, there's there's a bunch of clues at the end of the episode. You see the dog with Kate, and you see the redheaded girl who you're not quite sure who she is with Randall, and you see Kevin and his leg. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
so we know we're marching towards something and we now know what we're marching towards and we have these little markers that I think you'll see in the course of these season that will bring you closer to everything people want to know about Jack's death. Yeah, because everybody's dying to know. Dying to know. Dying to know. No dying to know. know. They gotta pay attention. Yeah, pay attention, pay attention. and be patient. I think. And be patient. There you go. All the so little pay attention. You do so good with the, all the little okay. clips. I yeah. think that's patience I think that's is a virtue yep. I do not have. So um, pay attention and be patient. Those were the. The clue, those not the clues, the but those were the notes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's what from I was Dan, asking, from... actually, and then you proved me wrong. I was like, has anyone watched the actual This Is Us after show mm-hmm. that they've been doing? So I need to go tune in. I really like it. And then one last bit of news that we did find today when I was scrolling through Instagram, which I scroll way too much, but <laughs> I Were you did on the from... toilet? I was, actually. Oh, oh my no. God. How too much. Not... Anyway, Can we do just much? Just don't, don't. Last bit. Don't. <laughs> I want to do a poll. Listen, the next poll we're doing, honest. I want people to be honest. Do you scroll, while, scroll you're while you're on the toilet? I know it sounds disgusting, but everybody does it. For sure. I don't understand how that ties into the... Either way, right. I was scrolling on Instagram <laughs> today, on the toilet and on. Entertainment Weekly actually posted two really cool um, photos that you're seeing right now um, with Sylvester Stallone and Kate and Kevin, because we know that Sylvester Stallone is coming in and going to play a huge role in apparently the father figure with Kevin, which I don't know... <laughs> I don't know, but um, I, I'm interested to see how that goes down. So is I'm he going to take Miguel's spot? Like, oh. I just want to know what's I going mean, on I mean, Sylvester here. Stallone should totally trump Miguel. I'm Miguel just saying. Miguel ain't got a spot to begin with. <laughs> so. <laughs> but apparently this is part of the movie that he, um, that Kevin has been cast in. So Yeah, and with the previews, see. we should see some of him next week. Yeah, it's next week. Episode, they, so. they Actually, if you guys go over to Entertainment Weekly, that's where these photos are from. We do not take any credit for these photos, but there is a caption underneath the um, the Instagram post. Sylvester Stallone, huh? That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. This is us. They're getting oh, yeah, great right? cameos with a lot of people. Because of the Milo connection. Yeah. I was going to say because that. Because of Rocky Balboa, yeah. he played... Sylvester Stallone's son. He played mm-hmm. Rocky's son. Oh. So he was Adrian. able to call him up. Well, thank you guys so much. I know that it was a really heavy episode with um, our opening and then a lot of stuff went down in this episode and all the news. But thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. And we're looking forward to see you next week. Again, my name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all of my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Yes, you can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. Can't wait to tweet you and can't wait to see you next week. This is dope. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Lena Nori. You can find me everywhere, all over social media at Lena Nori. Um, tweet me if you scroll while you're on the toilet. Um, <laughs> and then to my left, <laughs> I'm Erica Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. And I just wanted to give a really quick shout out to everybody that's joined us in the live chat. Yeah, you could, everybody awesome. that's commented on yeah. YouTube. We everybody love you that's guys. listened. Everybody that's watched. Please be sure to subscribe to the AfterBuzz TV Dramas page. Yes. And we'll see you next week. And thanks again, guys. I know we didn't hit predictions, but we'll all join the live chat today and give our predictions in there. So we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.